Welcome to your Thursday edition of Transformation Radio. to the reading of the New Testament. Our narrative today comes from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verses 1 through 16. Here's an overview. The beginning point of faith is believing in God's character. He is who He says. The end point is believing in God's promises. He will do what He says. You know, when we believe that God will fulfill His promises, even though we don't see those promises materializing yet, we demonstrate true faith. God called the universe into existence out of nothing. He declared that it was to be, 
and it was. Our faith is in the God who created the entire universe by His Word. God's Word has awesome power. When He speaks, do you listen and respond? But does faith make sense, really? Do you believe because faith makes sense, or because faith doesn't need to make sense? Now, some Christians think people cannot understand God and should not try. Others believe that nothing true is irrational, including true faith. Well, the truth is God gave us minds that uh, should be developed and used. To ignore intellectual growth is to live a stunted and naive life. God wants our trust and faith, even while we ponder and wonder about so many matters mysterious to us. Even so, we do not believe in a void nor leap into the dark. Faith, my friend, is reasonable. Though reason alone really cannot explain the whole of it. So use your mind to think these things through, but leave room for the unexplainable works of God. And now let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. November 12th, the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 16. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God, who warned him about things that had never happened before. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world, and he received the righteousness that comes by faith. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going, and even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in tents, and so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child, though she was barren and too old. She believed that God would keep His promise, and so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead, a nation with so many people that, like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, there is no way to count them. All these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Obviously, people who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. If they had longed for the country they came from, they could have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, 
a heavenly homeland. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He has prepared a city for them. Psalm 110, verses 1 through 7. This is one of the most quoted psalms in the New Testament because of its clear references to the Messiah. Now, many people have a vague belief in God, but refuse to accept Jesus as anything more than a great human teacher. But the Bible does not allow that option. Both the Old and New Testaments proclaim the deity of the one who came to save and to reign. Jesus explained that this psalm spoke of the Messiah as greater than David, Israel's greatest king. Peter used this psalm to show that Jesus, the Messiah, sits at God's right hand and is Lord over all. See, you can't straddle the fence, calling Jesus, you know, quote, just a good teacher, end quote, because the Bible clearly calls him Lord. Psalm 110, verses 1 through 7, a psalm of David. The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand, until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. The Lord will extend your powerful kingdom from Jerusalem. You will rule over your enemies. When you go to war, your people will serve you willingly. You are arrayed in holy garments, and your strength will be renewed each day like the morning dew. The Lord has taken an oath and will not break His vow. You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. The Lord stands at your right hand to protect you. He will strike down many kings when His anger erupts. He will punish the nations and fill their lands with corpses. He will shatter heads over the whole earth. But He Himself will be refreshed from brooks along the way. He will be victorious. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 14. A loud and cheerful greeting early in the morning will be taken as a curse. Refuses to die 
Hey there, this is Jeff Land. I'm at uh, the, the church and leaving uh, second phase today to go to third phase. Uh, what an experience this has been for me. I came into this ministry approximately five months ago. And uh, when I went came to it, I never knew one thing about God or religion. Now I do. And I've learned quite a bit. Changing my life, looking for for more changes. So uh, God bless everybody and 
I'm just happy to be here. Thank you.
Hey, this is Reggie Wade. Just want to give an affirmation to my brothers back at Lancaster. Second phase. Uh, Luke, you're doing a fantastic job, my brother. Thank you so much. Your inspiration to me, man. Um, and not to mention Travis. Travis. Digging those ditches, man, making us all look bad. Hey, brother, I love you. Um, and for the rest of my brothers down in Lancaster, thank you so much, and have a blessed day. This is Tim Krause. I'm going from second to third phase. I just want to say that second phase has been unbelievably awesome to me. And all the brothers that I've spent time with, man, I've gotten close to, and I love all you guys. Just keep doing the right thing. Have fun. Get close to the Lord. Keep your walk straight. And let God work in your life. I love you guys. Bye.
And thank you for listening to Transformation Radio.